Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 20th of October. It's a nervous morning ahead for tens of thousands of residents in already flood-ravaged communities across Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria as a new wet weather system is about to hit. Overnight, southeast Queensland was smashed with torrential rain with more than 130 millimetres falling in just a few hours. And now that new weather system is heading south with the major area of concern for towns along the New South Wales-Victoria border. Dean Narramore from the Bureau says it's expected to continue into the weekend. On Friday, that pattern will continue with widespread thunderstorms across eastern Queensland, eastern New South Wales and much of Victoria with severe thunderstorms once again likely in similar areas with large hail, damaging winds and especially heavy rainfall that could lead to flash flooding. The Bureau of Meteorology is predicting the Murray River will peak tomorrow at 95 metres above sea level. Hundreds of local residents in Echuca and Moama have built levees with sandbags to try and save as many homes and properties as possible. But not all places have been protected. This heartbroken resident telling Channel 7 her home is still in the firing line as river levels rise. Devastated, gutted that... um that they can just block us out. We haven't seen a council person, a shy person. Uh, we haven't seen the SES. Um, we've seen no one. They're destroying our homes and um, that we've worked so hard to build. Meantime, there's been a second death in the latest flood crisis in Victoria. The body of a 65-year-old man was found in floodwaters in the town of Nathalia. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews saying his thoughts are with the man's loved ones. To that family and to that community, uh, we send our, our deepest sympathies. This person will be known to people right throughout his uh, district uh, and to his family and friends. Uh, we send our best wishes at what will be a very difficult time. And another man has been found dead in New South Wales after he was missing for a number of days. The 63-year-old was found in floodwaters on a rural property in the state's central west. Meantime, the eye-watering cost of the Bureau of Meteorology's much-criticised rebrand has been revealed as more than $220,000. The Bureau, as it now prefers to be called, asked media outlets to stop calling it the Weather Bureau or BOM, despite BOM Weather still being on its app. Figures from the Environment Minister's office show a breakdown of $118,000 on brand strategy and more than $100,000 spent on communication and implementation costs. Liberal Senator Simon Birmingham has told the ABC it just doesn't make sense. It seems a little wasteful. Uh, you know, many people call it the Bureau, many people call it the bomb. I don't think it matters and I don't think they should be spending money uh, seeking to sway public opinion one way or the other. In other news, this Thursday morning, a damning new report has slammed Australia's response to the COVID-19 pandemic as excessive. The independent review, which is set to be published today, was led by former top public servant Peter Shergold. It found brutal lockdowns and border closures were overused, shutting down schools was unjustified and more equitable government support measures were needed. It also concludes governments failed to protect aged care residents. The report did back the federal 
federal government's move to establish an Australian Centre for Disease Control and is recommending greater transparency in pandemic decision-making. The jury at Bruce Lerman's sexual assault trial will resume their deliberations this morning. The former Liberal staffer has pleaded not guilty to allegedly assaulting his then-colleague Brittany Higgins at Parliament House in 2019. Our reporter Michaela Savage says the jury has been told to act impartially. Yeah, that's right, Tash. The trial ran for a total of 12 days in the end and nearly 30 witnesses took the stand, including a couple of high-profile politicians. But now the jury, which has been slashed from 16 people to 12 after a random ballot, is considering all the evidence that's been presented to them. The judge, Chief Justice Lucy McCallum, has told the jurors they must find Mr Lerman guilty beyond reasonable doubt in order to return a guilty verdict, urging them to focus on whether the sexual intercourse occurred and not to make assumptions about why it's took Ms Higgins so long to file a police report, noting there's no blueprint for how a young woman might respond to a sexual assault. The jury of eight women and four men will resume their deliberations at the ACT Supreme Court later on this morning. Hackers are threatening to sell customer data if Medibank does not hand over a ransom after the insurer was hit with a major cyber attack. It comes as a government spy agency is working with Medibank, which has almost 4 million customers across its brands. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill released a statement overnight saying she's spoken with federal police and significant support is being provided. Overseas now, and Russian President Vladimir Putin has declared martial law in four regions of annexed Ukraine, giving law enforcement additional powers. The Russian president announced the move overnight, which could spell more restrictions for people living in Russia and his decree states. US National Secretary expert David Sanger has told CNN it's not a measure of Putin's success in the war. It's part of Putin's increasing desperation. It's also uh, part of the, the whole strange nature of this, of this war where he doubles down on areas that he is increasingly not in control of. And in battle, British Prime Minister Liz Truss has suffered another major blow after her Home Secretary sensationally quit. Suella Braverman's resignation letter slammed the new PM, saying she had serious concerns about the direction of the government. She is the second senior cabinet minister to quit the Truss government in just the past week. Daily editor of The Spectator, James Heal, has told Sky the PM's days are numbered. I've been talking to MPs today who suggest it's a matter of days. Others put it more conservatively of weeks. Uh, but with so many different factions, so many events going on, I mean, I think it's a very difficult task to make sure that Liz Truss's premiership survives even a matter of months, let alone years to the next election. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Local stocks are expected to play follow the leader and head down after Wall Street dropped despite a great report from Netflix. Yeah, the streaming giant is up over 12% in one day's trading as the world tuned into its programs bigger than expected. But the overall US stock market dropped on fears of rising interest rates. Our market is tipped to fall 73 points at the open. And our concerns over interest rate increases further ones, Peter, could rise or fall today with crucial jobs data for September released this morning. 
And while economists think that the new jobs created could range from 10,000 to 20,000, economists are guessing that the number will be less than 35,500 that showed up in August. Right now, if you're worrying about hefty interest rate rises, you need to know that bad news for jobs is good news for less rate rises because the Reserve Bank wants a slower economy to kill inflation. Yeah, absolutely. And the Business Council of Australia, Peter, is concerned that the federal government's multi-employer wage bargaining legislation will lead to widespread strike action. Yeah, multi-employer bargaining means workers in particular occupations will be able to bargain with their employers as a group rather than employer by employer. The government says it will increase wages, but business groups worry that strike action will be used, which will hurt productivity and profits. They're also concerned that the government has kept secret their overall legislation, but will release it next week with the budget revealed on Tuesday. Look forward to a big day on Tuesday. Thanks so much, Peter. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. We start with some very sad breaking news and an awful end to the search for a missing Queensland rugby league player overseas. Yes, good morning, Tash. Liam Hampson, uh, 24 years of age, plays for the Redcliffe Dolphins and went to high school with AJ Brimson, who's a star uh, from the Titans. They've been holidaying over in Europe uh, for most of this month, uh, currently in Barcelona in Spain. And AJ Brimson uh, went on social media last night, an urgent plea for help to look for his mate, who's just 24 years of age, as I mentioned. Unfortunately, as you said, that has come to a sad end with reports that a body believed to be Hampson has been found at a nightclub where he was seen uh, for the last time. That is a Barcelona police speaking to Seven News this morning. His death is being treated as an accident. So yeah, Liam Hampson has been missing for the past 30 hours. Unfortunately, that has come to uh, a very grim ending. Yeah, awful news there, Brett. Uh, Let's move on to cricket now. Aussie skipper Pat Cummins has the backing of a T20 teammate amid his very controversial boycott of Cricket Australia's major sponsor. Yeah, Adam Zampa has thrown his support behind uh, Cummins, as you said, who uh, is unhappy with Cricket Australia's major financial uh, supporter, Alinta Energy, and won't be uh, appearing in any uh, arrangements with them, any... uh, commercials on TV or really wants to have anything to do with them. Zampa is backing the call to have environmentally friendly sponsors. The fact that Pat has started that conversation is great. Yeah, I think there's got to be a collaborative approach between players and and CA and and sponsors, but the world's changing. The, The world of business and sport is also changing. And of course, there's that ongoing dispute within netball over its new sponsor, Hancock Prospecting, and Indigenous player uh, Donnell Wallum, who is uncomfortable wearing the branding. She has the backing of a lot of her teammates. And now a former Netball Australia board member, Noreen Young, alleges that racism exists at every level of the sport. She was a director from 2013 to 2015 and said she has experienced comments from other board members that would knock your socks off. So there's a lot to play out there within netball. Uh, the Diamonds, last Last night, beat the Silver Ferns to keep the Constellation Cup alive. And Brett Ross Lyons' return as Saints coach could be confirmed in the coming days. Yeah, he's another big step closer to a second stint at St Kilda. The Saints board met with their coaching candidate yesterday for more than two hours. Mid reports that appointment could be made within the next couple of days. Lyon, though, didn't give much away when talking to Channel 7. Are you here for a board meeting or are you going to get appointed? Or? Yeah, I'm going to meet the board, so just part of it. 
Have you got the job? Stepping through the head. I couldn't have thought so. <laughs> <laughs> so he laughed that off, but uh, it does seem that Ross will be the boss once again. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Thanks so much, Brett. Great to have you back. Thank you, Tash. And Meghan Markle has opened up about the Queen's death, saying it was a complicated time for her and Prince Harry. The Duchess of Sussex has sat down with Variety magazine, where she's described her relationship with the late Queen as special and warm. During the interview, Meghan also shared her advice for people going through a tough time. Everything is temporary. To really just enjoy what time we have here, what we're doing with that time, and at least open the door for really meaningful conversation. Meghan also revealed Prince Harry's favourite takeaway is In-N-Out Burger. There you go. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow.